0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is El Cochino, Tom Lawler, and I'd like to welcome you to the podcast that puts the lotion on its own skin Lucha World. Bitchin'.
1: world podcast episode number 106 yes yes this is a familiar voice from a
2: long time ago Kurt brown is back the freak here to introduce frito yes he's not watched any wrestling whatsoever
1: (laughs) i have not watched a thing in the longest time except for the opening matchup with coyote
2: kurt is only watching opening matches now that's his thing the one match <laughs> because the i can relate to them the one match i skip kurt will be watching and we will recap every <laughs> opener the next lucha world podcast will feature every a recap of every CMLL opening match of the last two years
1: <laughs> Yeah, but i have to go back and watch the ones in puebla first
2: oh that's that's even, that even that's even better
1: there you go. Opening, Opening match.
2: Opening match from Puebla, Mar- um, Tuesdays and Fridays. There we go. Oh, I think fingers. I have my plan. I think that's your new. Um, I have a purpose in that's life. That's your new thing on the podcast. So <laughs> we're um, we're in Las Vegas this week.
1: Cauliflower yes. Alley Convention 2019.
2: I was gonna do a podcast a couple weeks ago, but um, as many of you listening probably know, um, it was the finals of the Torneo Increíbles de Parejas in CMLL. And I figured I might as well wait till after that to do the podcast. Um, not a lot's been going on, actually. Like, there's been a little bit of a, a lull since um, WrestleCon.
1: It's been a bit of a dry spell, yeah. hasn't
2: it? Yeah, especially in Lucha.
1: Yeah, and uh, at the same time, are CMLL um, audiences, the attendance still strong? Or?
2: Yeah, they're, they're doing pretty well on the Friday shows. And even, like, there was a Tuesday show that did well. But it's because it, yeah. it was a vacation time.
1: I mean, I was curious. Do you have a notion of why the uh, attendance remains strong? Because I it's mean, those
2: opening matches.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> they have been weak lineups, and what little I actually have. There, there's
2: a mix of the tourists mm-hmm. that attend. It's and kind of a thing yeah, now. Yeah, and so it's a, it's the thing now to like, oh, I got to go to a CML show. Um, but yeah, you know, they've had a couple of good shows. They've had a couple of bad shows. Um, the puebla shows i think everybody's pretty much given up on um the tuesday shows still have there's some people that still like watch a handful of matches from that but it's just not the same right now
1: so now that said the uh
2: the t- the tournament final the tournament final yeah. carver nario and titan versus volador jr and ultimo Guerrero.
1: now that is a great lineup
2: that was a good match really good um it was awesome just to see Titán beam in the mix with these guys. Yes, um, they very easily could have gone with Dragon Lee or somebody young that's in, already people, established, yeah. but they went. They've gone with Valiente in the past, but I thought it was cool that they went with Titán. Oh, yeah.
1: And as you know, that is my one of my favorite matches of the last five years was the in Blade Tournament. One was Volador and Cavernario yeah. against Valiente and uh, Ultimo Guerrero. That that's that was just like a. a gr- you know, great match. And I never think of the Incredibles tournament as this, you know, big deal and stuff like that. But it seems like the the finals at least
2: you seem to be a pretty big. You deal know what was cool guys. about it this year was that Carbonara and Titan are from the same region. They mm-hmm. kind of started at the same time. They're Guadalajara Jalisco right. guys, and they were kind of building up to the whole idea that they were going to be like. They wanted, Titan wanted to continue teaming up with Carbonario. Mm-hmm. And then on the other team, Volador Jr. and Ultima Girl, Volador Jr. wanted to continue teaming up with Ultima Girl after the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Titan was talking about wanting to team up, continue teaming up with Carbonario, mm-hmm. Carbonario was like giving the opposite responses. Ah. So, like, when Titan would be like, I want to smash heads. That was his whole Mm -hmm. thing. Like, smash heads, Mm -hmm. destroy opponents. Um, Carbonario was like, no, I want to just win anyway. I don't want to be disrespectful. And he was just being very polite and everything. Um, Because Carbonario, basically his gimmick now in promos is that he's basically very... When he does the interviews...
1: I don't think he can kid anybody. When he does the
2: interviews, like, Mm post-match, he does them as the wild man. But when he does them, like... He's dressed up, he's doing an interview and, and like CML in forma. He looks like he's very professional. He doesn't wanna totally. be like he's the ultimate clean like he's not he's not a heel like a full on heel. Well, he's a respectful type. And of when heel.
1: when we saw him at that show when he was selling the T shirts, you could you could see a guy who just seems to have more charm oozing out of him. How much of a heel could you really be with? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could tell people just love that guy.
2: And that's the thing. I think he's one of the guys, those guys, kind of like the Nero Casas, Ric Flairs, guys like mm-hmm. that, that at some point you can't boo them.
1: Exactly. And that's what's exactly. going to end up
2: happening to him. Um, yeah. He's really good. And yeah. this match, I thought this match was really good. They did everything. Um, oh, Titan, in the previous tournament, um, when they won, he mm-hmm. did the worm. Mm-hmm. And he did it so poorly, um, and even he re- figured out that he, he wasn't made for that. But, but yeah, he didn't. They didn't try it in this. He didn't really try it. Carbonario did. Um, I thought this was a really good match, just because Titan got the win mm-hmm. over Ultima Girl. Oh, very cool, very cool. So, you know, then Volador Jr. pinned Titan, but the fact that Ultima Girl let Titan be the guy that beat him—that tells you what.
1: That says a lot. I mean, yeah. that, I mean, that's a genuine elevation.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like. The post-match angle basically was um, Ultimo Girl. Oh, well, during the third fall, mm-hmm. they had these really campy certain moments uh-huh. where um, where Titán was like, "Oh no, we're covered." Um, Ultimo Girl would miss and accidentally hit Volador Jr. a couple of times, uh-huh. and then at one point, Volador Jr. was gonna do a dive, and Ultimo Girl was holding one of the guys, while well, that guy moved out of the way, uh-huh. and and, and Ultimo Girl caught him. And instead of like just letting go of Volador Jr., mm-hmm. he power bombed them. Oh my god! Ha, ha, ha. So on the floor, yes. so they continued that, and then at the end, he beat the he he turned on him when Volador Jr. was ah. getting stretchered out. Uh-huh. Ultimo Girl turned on him and attacked them, so they basically got the big angle. But um, Titana Carbonario, I mean, after the match, they said they wanted to be a regular tag team, mm-hmm. which of course it's CMLL. It's probably not going to happen. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, you know? really, it'll be more yeah. of the same. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's the bad thing about CML like. They have so much talent and, like, so many great wrestlers, but then they don't book them in a way where you're going to want to see them. Right. Because you just realize they're just going to do the same match, the same match, over and over again until they finally get a big single. Yeah,
1: it, 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 it's, it's like I say, you know, I, I still have the urge to watch CMLL. I still enjoy it, but I'll be the first to say very formulaic and, you know, yeah. don't stray out of the comfort zone, Yeah. especially and with elevating people. yeah. But they are smart to push people like Hernario they have
2: a yeah and then they had um they they announced during the show that they were going to ha- start CMLL versus the Crash oh yes which i thought was oh great so immediately i think every single one of us who was like thinking about oh man hijo, um Rebelliona Maria hijo mm-hmm. Fantasma Bestia 666 um I mean, Lucha Brothers kind of can't be in that because mm-hmm. of the whole. I don't know if they can or can't, but I mean, I would assume they can't because they just got. They were booked for a show. They didn't end up mm-hmm. going. Um, but there's other guys that are on uh, Banditos with the Crash, right. uh, and so everybody's like, "Man, imagine all these guys." Flamita, I I mean, Flamita's booked in AAA that day, so he wasn't gonna be on it, and so everybody's excited. It's going to be CML versus The Crash. Mm-hmm. What happens next day? Mm-hmm. They announce one match, which is fine. But, I mean, if they would have just said it's one match, I think people would have been okay with it. Mm-hmm. But they made it sound like it was the whole headline. CML versus with The Crash. And it ended up just being that. Wow. Um, it, it's going to be Niebla Roja, Angel de Oro versus... Um, well, actually, by the time I post this, it's going to be already afterwards. Yeah. So, uh, because it's it's gonna be that same Friday, but um, it's gonna be them versus Adam Brooks and the Mecha Wolf. Maybe they're gonna do more. Um, I hope they do more with it. But if that's it, yeah, it's like, I think it's yeah. I think they're gonna do more. I think they're gonna do like one match every Ma-ha. so often. Gotcha. But I think I think it'll work out. Um, yeah. So that the rest of that show, I think the only thing that I thought was really good was um, Hechicero versus Valiente. I imagine that was really good, good. The, the lightning match. Yeah, Echicero's been... You know, it's funny because a lot of us complained about Echicero not being on... He was doing the commentary mm-hmm. for the TV show, so he couldn't wrestle. So then everybody was like, oh, great, they're just going to have Echicero as a commentator. Mm-hmm. Like, a week later, he's now wrestling almost on every single show he's on. He's Very on. Cool. So, that's good. Um, so another big news out of CML Ray Cometa is actually I don't know if you've seen him recently
1: I saw his new ghetto
2: yes it's like I, an Indian yes yeah. I like it he's thinking of possibly changing his name which everybody thinks is like the wrong uh, thing yeah to do. I think he should I just think keep it I like Ray exactly. Cometa exactly yeah. he's
1: had it and he's had it long enough yes to- it's silly like the artist formerly known as Ant
2: he's gonna keep Cometa but I guess he wants to change something out of it But which was like why silly you just go with Ray Cometa I do like his yeah
1: I did see his new look I do like
2: it um best of super juniors was announced and there are three luchadors gonna be in this tournament we can see all these guys. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them's gonna do well because Dragon Lee's the IWGP. He's there now. He's yeah, like junior, player. junior, cha- yeah. junior heavyweight champion. But I don't, he's not gonna win because the guy who wins ends up challenging him. Mm-hmm. So I get—I don't even know why he's in the tournament, honestly. But I, it's good matches though for so they can wrestle himself. Yes, um, maybe that's the thing. Maybe he'll decide, hey, I'm gonna win. He wins, <laughs> and maybe they bring in somebody else to challenge him. You That'd know, be awesome. Um, Dragon Lee's in it. Titan is in it. Nice and. A guy who's gonna make it to New Japan by way of not CMLL, mm-hmm. Bandito. No way. Bandito will be in this. Sweet. He he's excited about it. Oh, so. that's awesome! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's an awesome guy. So. That's cool that things are he's happening good good for him. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, I think that's. I think I think he's gonna. I wouldn't be shocked if he's in. He's the one that ends up doing well in this. There's always gonna be somebody that yeah. does poorly. A is gonna do poorly, and it's probably gonna be Titán. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gonna be I, I don't know if it's gonna upset CML that if Bandito does well cause I mean good question you know but I don't think they even care honestly they, they're they so fucking indifferent to everything <laughs> it's like
1: well you know yeah well I mean cause there's a history sometimes you know, they'd push a wrestler like Negro Casas in Japan but a lot of guys they just kinda keep on the, yeah. on the bottom yeah. of CMLL yeah. and CML never really seem to you know care yeah. one way or the other
2: yeah they're not they're very indifferent to this stuff mm-hmm. um so you heard about that whole uh, um sofia Alonso relationship?
1: Yeah, I, and that got me very curious. Now, if, if he marries into the family, um, that this, might be the smartest move.
2: Is he, he going to be the Triple H where he takes over and suddenly Sabado Retro becomes really cool? <laughs> like that's the show everyone's going to want to watch?
1: Well, just as long as... It's one of the junior Dinamitas who marries into the family and not Diamante Asul. Oh, yes. So yes. So if, if, if marrying into the family means that we get to see more influence of the Dinamitas, I'm all for it. I approve yeah. it. I bless this marriage.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's weird because I think a lot of fans reacted to it kind of oddly about it. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's very common in wrestling. Oh, it is. Totally. Yeah, it's totally. Like, I think when everybody saw Sofia Alonso, they probably figured what guy is going to date her. That's what I thought right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys date the the, the ring girls. Yes. So yes. I mean, you kind of figure it, a good looking owner, a bunch mm-hmm. around a bunch of good looking dudes that are showing their bodies and shit like oh, that. Oh yeah. Mean, I knew of course that course was it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like.
1: I think the difference is it's it's a little more acknowledged these days. Where it, if that was happening like in the fifties, you keep it secret. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At any cost.
2: That's what we were talking about. Also, it's like it's like this sort of thing. It would have taken years for people to find out, or maybe, like, they would have kept it quiet to the point Absolutely. where nobody even knew. Because, you know, it's, I think, one of the things, and it's more so with women, mm-hmm. where, like, they don't want you to, they don't want fans to know that they're in relationships, mm-hmm. because that kind of, like, that changes the way the fans. It takes fans, away the crush yeah. factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. these teenage boys, yeah oh, she's, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's available.
2: Yeah, in my then mind. Forastero's married to Ultimo Girl's daughter. Wow. This, I mean, jeez.
1: The family the family bond just gets stronger yeah. in Lucha, doesn't yeah. it? You know? Who's
2: Universal Dos Mil Jr. gonna marry? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He marries into some family. He'll probably end up marrying one of the casas. Whatever, there you go. There you whatever go. remaining casas. This is gonna be is the, the, the most
1: complex family yes. ties ever.
2: This yeah. is Yeah. Um, you knew about Tarantis leaving Simela.
1: I did hear about that.
2: What's the story? What, what, what are you sad about it?
1: Uh, I, th- I think I'll miss no.
2: no, no, you won't. I won't, okay. What do you think you would? Or you don't, you haven't watched enough where you, no,
1: I haven't. No, no, actually, I got, I got to tell you what, I, what I specifically liked about Tarantis was that one season he hosted the uh, judging. Judging everybody,
2: un idolo. everybody who like talks and when people ask me, I go. The only thing I thought he did really mm-hmm. well was the en busca de Unido. Yeah, I go. But his refereeing the last year, year and a half in CML has gotten even it's gotten worse. Really because really. he started doing a lot of showboating, like lifting his arms. Mm-hmm. And do you remember how he does? And it's kind of gotten to the point of making like, himself the show yeah, instead yeah, of a, yeah.
1: an, an accessory to. the
2: But show. it was kind of weird because he quit at a certain point, and he said he had other projects. He wanted to do other stuff. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, um, the, the AAA TV show on Azteca announces that they're going to debut a new announcer. Mm-hmm. It ends up being Tirantes. Ah. So, yeah, so that's been, that was one of the, the stories on. Interesting. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Diamante Azul. He's, uh, been, he's missing. What? He's missing. Where is he?
1: I have no idea. He hasn't
2: been on any CML shows of late. I, I don't know if he probably is. I'm right going to start
1: watching again.
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> everybody's like can, can we get rid of Diamant ja wherever he's he's working out but it's weird because he hasn't been working a lot of female shows but he's working a lot of independent oh so, so
1: I wonder if there's a little discord in the office I, I hope, hope so too I
2: hope he's gone
1: uh,
2: yeah he is he I'm the, still he, pissed at him for what he did to Zacharias when he, when he tossed him to the side yes I mean that's like that was a shit thing deal breaker to do. that's yeah. a deal breaker yeah good you know, I was ta- I was asking Joel Deaton if he ever thought about going to Mexico, if he ever had a chance to mm-hmm. go to Mexico, and he's like, "No, I never got a chance." I'm like, dude, you guys would have done well. I mean, I, oh, he would have gotten. Him and over Billy great. Black. Him and Billy Black. Easily, they would have really gotten over. You know, there's a lot of guys I always thought would have done well in Mexico, like PG-13, guys like that.
1: And, you know, a lot of that was... Although
2: Jamie probably would have gotten crazy down there.
1: <laughs> there's some
2: people... I know. mean...
1: Well, you know, Chris Colt went to Mexico uh-huh. and was deported very shortly at the time. Really? Wow. Yes.
2: Because, <laughs> I mean, Teddy Hart's kind of like that type. All exactly. Time, where it's like, you just... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, um, um... What were we talking about?
2: About joel dean and billy blake
1: oh yeah 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 it, it what i remember like you know because when, when Just, i was trained it was early 80s yeah. and there was such a negative stigma to going to mexico yeah. for a lot of people yeah the smart wrestlers loved it especially because well, uwa for a while
2: yeah well joel that's what joel said his brother went there yeah oh that Haas, was hos yeah i was like wow that's cool which we'll probably do an interview with him. That would be so. Wonderful. You guys will catch that at some point. It'll it'll probably be on my other website, Retro Absolutely. Wrestling. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So Diamante sul has been mis- missing. He had like an injury, hmm. and suddenly he's been missing. But you know, at least we still have Shocker around. <laughs> you know who? You know I who's actually Shocker over. You, well, you know who's actually looked pretty good, but you got to keep him away from Shocker, and <laughs> unfortunately, they don't. Uh, Ray Bucanero. Oh really? Really? Yeah, he's looked pretty good. Oh cool. Like, he's cool. he hasn't looked that bad at Sir but he'll he'll have his moments where he looks horrible, but it's like Yeah.
1: I it was interesting. I saw the six man uh I don't think it was this last Friday, but the Friday before, where both Atlantis Junior and uh, is it Iho Daviano Tercero yeah. were in there. Yeah. And it's funny they should not be putting those two in the ring with each other. It's like it looked okay the match looked smooth as long as they were in with somebody more experienced yeah but the minute the two of them lock up together it's just their greenery just shows
2: yeah and i think atlantis jr's not like he's okay mm-hmm. but uh, he's but not, not ready for that not level ready push. right now yeah and you know the bad thing is cml doesn't have anybody out like also yeah. a lot of veterans they don't have a lot of good veterans to carry them because a lot of the veterans yeah. they have are more like, you know, veterans that are, you know, they can't move as well anymore. Because if you look at their matches, mm-hmm. there's always like one old guy. And Atlantis' mm-hmm. dad, Atlantis' father, mm-hmm. he's not good at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen him lately. No, I have. I, he, it's, hard, it's hard. He gets in, does his spot, and he gets out. Massive. So that forces Atlantis Jr. to do more. And, he's and that's, not, a of yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's a lot.
1: When they're giving him, a, I think they're pushing him beyond his capacity for the moment. See, I then,
2: think, I think you should. They, what they should do, they should rebuild that group, the tag, the trio mm-hmm. that they had with Um, Girl Maya Junior. hmm Put him in there. Let him be the worker, because that guy loves to wrestle. He's like, if you just give him something to do, he'll be motivated he enough will to do it. it. Like yeah. So I think they should actually get him and he could carry more of the match but usually they like it's just random guys like Caristico or, or or something like that but it's like there's no real flow to it so yeah it's it's so. it's, it's rough but um Viano 3 Jr the brother the 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 brother that's in AAA yes he is getting there Cause he I was is. gonna
1: say you, I remember you told me one of them was really sharp. And
2: he was, is really good. Okay. The one in in CML, he's a little more behind. I think it might be just because he just hasn't been getting. i was gonna much say he,
1: it's not like that. He's bad. It's just he's he. He's, he's not he's bad. So green. Yeah, he's, he, his greenness he, shows. You know.
2: You know what they need? They need these guys to do what Super Astro Junior did. Mm-hmm. Super Astro Junior last late like last year. He um, he said one day, you know. I watched a couple of my matches, and he said, I wasn't happy with myself. Mm -hmm. This was while he was hurt. And he's like, I wasn't happy with myself. And, you know, the first thing I did, I went back to the gym and started training again. I took it a little more seriously. And I think, and and it's good. Somebody told me that they saw me in a match, and they complimented me. And that's when I realized that I'm doing it right now, Mm -hmm. the way I'm doing it because I had to change the way I was doing it before because I was totally not... That's smart. And I thought he was good. I'm like, you're pretty... I, yeah. I thought you were good, and it's like...
1: Well, one of those perfectionists, and a lot of guys, when they, you know, one or second generation, plus they have potential, it can go to their head fast, so some of the guys wouldn't be that
2: humble yeah, about yeah, it. And yeah, that's... Well, that's what I noticed here. Mm-hmm. Um, The the Russell, here in Call of Flower Alley Club, mm-hmm. some of the guys that you, like, that are willing to say like, "Oh, I wasn't that great" or mm-hmm. something. You're like, "No, you actually were pretty good." Yes. Uh, but it's good that they're not full of themselves.
1: Exactly, and yes. I I think that's kind of the, sometimes the motivation which made them improve is is you know you think you're not that good and you're so you're you're just gonna try. Yeah, yeah, better,
2: yeah, you know? yeah, and um, yeah. So I mean, CML has been pretty good. Um, there's been some rough shows. There's been some good matches on Tuesdays, but it's like there's not enough for me to like really right. delve into it. Like, oh my god, I gotta watch it. Templario, as always, has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's gonna be up next pretty soon. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be the next level.
1: Very cool. Um,
2: Aldaz too. So, who's that? Aldaz. Aldaz. Yes. Aldaz, yeah. Um, so I guess right now we'll put in the part three of the Superboy um, interview, interview that we just did. Yes,
1: a lot more LA history. Yeah. Uh, Oh. Ghosts of uh, Lucha Libre L.A., past, present, and future. Hope you enjoy it.
0: Oh, plenty of story. I think I told you the story, too, of Rocky Ramos. Um, he, he's involved in a car accident mm-hmm. in the middle of the street. And I guess he hid the guy from behind. And he gets out a gig and he chooses himself. <laughs> so he comes down bleeding. And oh! And the person in front just gets so scared he takes off. How <laughs> <laughs> the bullshit this, this is. Oh, that's great. This is surreal. Man. Oh, my God. Oh, he was yeah. he was a character. He was a character. He was one of the people that are always happy, always smile, always cracking a joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he was awesome, man. He was awesome. La Marana. Yeah, he was. He was a yeah. Because
1: I, I had that photo of he and your dad about to have a title match when your dad right, your dad yeah. was young in the picture. Too. Yeah, they yeah. had
0: to, they had really good battles, and I remember this one match where uh, they. They, they, they take out the, the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. They 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 have the corner. They take it out of the, and you they own, there's only the turnbuckle, oh. and then he gets slammed into that, and he just starts bleeding. That's a great angle. And he's just he's, There's a picture of him and my dad, and they're both covered in blood, man. It, it was a, it was it was a it was it was it a it, it, it was I remember all that It was a really cool match. And another one where, uh, at the bar, they used, they had how you um, call semana tejas. You know the, the, the those little shingles that the rooftops.
1: The tiles. The tiles. Yeah. Oh, they, you, okay. know, the tiles.
0: tiles. you know, there's the, the, the ceramic tiles, the, yeah. the, the 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 oh, like the old ones.
1: Mexican style.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that curve like that. Yeah. Oh, anyways, there was this one time where my dad's wrestling. And they and they go. They actually go. They pull one of the towels out and they break it over my dad's head.
2: Oh wow!
0: Oh man, that was an epic moment in wrestling in Hacienda Plaza. Oh, that's and he just starts bleeding, and it was it was a good angle. It was really good, really good.
1: Yeah. Again, I you mentioned uh, Intercontinental. That's something I haven't thought of in a, a while. Is he still in the area? El Continental. You know what? All
0: these guys came back in the nineties. Continental. Uh, Lince, and, um, he used to wrestle as um, oh my God, what was his name? Ah, uh, uh, Flamarion. Oh.
2: I, I, team, did I just a, posted.
0: Yes, a video I posted, uh, when I teamed with
1: him. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
0: Flamarion, Continental, Sal Quintero. Yeah. Um, Terremoto Quintero, uh, Triton. All these guys yeah. came out. Like I said. When, when when the wrestling started... You know who started wrestling back again right here? Well, aside from Platonito, mm-hmm. doing it in San Bernardino Arena in 87. Mm-hmm. Well, he stopped. And then I remember it was 1989, and they were talking about coming back and doing shows. And I remember having a meeting with uh, Tonito, Antonio, and some Cuban guy. I can't remember his name. Those are the, the, the matches from uh, Cap Capitan the guy with the mask and on the tapes you, you, you brought oh uh, the manager guy yeah the manager yeah guy. yeah well he was a promoter he was a promoter so we went to his house and you know he had a he had a cartoon artist right there and he and he wanted to give everybody's name everybody names mm-hmm. and he was designing masks and all this stuff and it was so cool because this is yeah this is like 1989 and, they're, and we're talking about you know op, op, you know opening a new promotion doing shows again and um, and it was Antonio, and it was him, it was him. And I remember the guys that were there were um, my brothers, mm-hmm. um, Piloto, Mercurio. Well, all, all, almost all the guys that were they were in in in, in this, uh, Triton. And so we had the meeting there, anyways. We had the meeting there, and um, uh, and yeah, and they started doing the shows. The first shows they did was at the Fogata. Yes, from the Fogata, Which is I where guess. I had my
1: first lucha style yes. match. Yes, yeah. The
0: Fogata. After the Fogata, they kind of stopped for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they started doing shows at the uh, Azteca. Oh yeah, at the, at the Azteca
1: gym. And yeah, Azteca after, gym. Azteca gyms where I had my first American style match in '83. Okay,
0: yeah. So, anyways, they started doing the shows there, but I don't know who was promoting it. Uh, and then Cesar Sando. Started doing his own
1: promotion. I remember that in that, uh, it was they it's a called A warehouse. It, they called it Arena Mexico, and it was yeah. a furniture warehouse. We yes. were always sitting on the couches. The yes.
2: Furniture.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know. You know who 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 that uh
0: uh, uh warehouse belonged to? No. It belonged to Augie From Lucha Pro, in Maine. You know the the owner from the from the from the hall right there. Uh, b- really? Yeah.
1: I knew that. I, dude, I didn't... Because I started talking to him. Okay. You, you know what happened to the other Augie, Thunder Machine, at that show? At one of those shows? And you know what happened. It was... I think it was the... Remember we did the uh, benefit uh, for Gory Chavez when his wife yes. died in the car wreck? Yes. Well, uh, it was... I, I was teaming with Augie and uh, oh, Greg Regalado, and it was against Fisico, uh Leopardo Negro, and I can't remember who the uh-huh. third was. Uh-huh. And um, we came back into the dressing room, which was where they had all the, which was that, you know, a junkyard in the yeah. back. And, um... Some guys tried to hotwire uh, Augie's car. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was right in the middle of the match. We, we heard nothing, but a Tornado Negro Segundo, uh, 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 he and a security, uh, uh, some guy who was working security, saw them, so they ran after the guys. Uh, the guys see them coming, they get in their car, and they drive away. Uh, and the security guard took out his gun and started firing. Oh, and, wow. <laughs> and so we all looked at each other and said, Okay,
2: I think that's the last time we're
0: wrestling here. Oh, my God. Capitan Asesino. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And
0: uh, so anyways, um, I was talking to Mm Aggie, because we had a little misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And and then he goes, oh, um, uh, I remember you from from where Cesar Stando used to rent my place. Mm -hmm. I go, what do you mean your place? You mean that warehouse? Yeah, that used to be my place. I go. I used to run to to Cesar Sando. I go. Oh my god! I, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. So. Crap uh, Yeah. Now he 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 went back to was it Monterey or something? No, he
0: he was from from Juarez. Oh okay. From Juarez. Cause I remember he's he's here for a few years and then just. Oh well, god. the match is not complete. Yeah. Cause we we feud with I him. I remember he, that. Yeah, he just took off yeah. in the match. <laughs> yeah, cause I remember uh, going to the show and um, I can't remember where, where I went out I, I want to say something to my dad mm-hmm. and my dad was talking to Cesar Sando mm-hmm. and um, I guess it was like one of the first shows and my dad was talking to Cesar Sando and my dad said oh look I want to introduce you mm-hmm. to Cesar Sando Jr.
1: Mm-hmm. you know
0: I, I used to know his dad and uh his oh
1: dad was a commissioner and everything yeah he like was a wrestler show. too yeah
0: and um and yeah. so anyways we, we said hello and what's up and whatever and then the following week we wound up wrestling each other but man he was stiff and he didn't want to work and he was trying to shoot he used to pull
1: that on he pulled that on I several everybody. people on on yeah. curio yes. on um god who else that guy Ferrata, I can't remember his name And
0: and so anyways um uh, Triton they do pulls me to the side. and he said, "You know what? Be careful, because this is my this guy wants to shoot on you." Mm-hmm. And they're paisanos. They're from the same mm-hmm. the, from Juarez, and you know they know each other. Actually, um, uh, the don is not from Juarez. From um, uh, I can't remember. Uh, uh I don't, I, think, I, don't, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, he goes, "Yeah, be careful." So, anyways, um. So we we're going at it and and you know and and, and he's not selling, and you know mm. I'm punching and he, and my brothers find out, and man, we kicked the shit out of him
2: dude <laughs>
0: and he just ran. just ran. I, I remember that ran. that was bizarre, yeah. uh, he just ran, and it was funny because two weeks after that, i mean the I, I, right after my match, I got a bloody mouth mm-hmm and I went to the bathroom and I'm washing my mouth and I'm looking at the mirror and I see him walk in mm-hmm. and he walks in with a, uh, didn't know it was his cousin at the time it mm. was his relative and he's a, a little gangbanger dude mm-hmm. and then I seen him and I turn and I and I just like walk this way and, I, and then I faced him I go if I have to run I, yeah, I could run out yeah. you know, cause, <laughs> and they go hey what's up what's up I go oh what are you do how are you doing oh everything cool Everything cool. You okay? Yeah, okay. All right, cool, cool. And that was it. That's Mm -hmm. all we spoke. And then uh, later on, I found out that he was saying that 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 he that he uh, confronted me and that he and he told me that if you if we wanted to throw blows and I said no that I chickened out and (laughs) I said I go what the hell are you talking about and then. And then I remember I, I, I was pissed off, and mm-hmm. right after the show at a mm-hmm. he was looking for.
2: <laughs> we are discussing uh, Superboy's socks
1: <laughs> right
2: being being misplaced all over the home right now. He's losing his
1: socks. Yes. He's losing yeah, his mind. You know, I wanted to. I,
2: I want Superboy to mention um, the his the tag match he had in Tijuana, where he teamed up with a midget. Piratita Morgan.
0: Oh, man.
2: Because he was telling us a story. He was telling us a story about um, Mascarita oh, yes, I yes. wanted to tell that story because um, there's a couple of people that listen that would really enjoy this.
0: Well, it, 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 I remember it was uh, Promociones Baja California. So I, I go down there and, I, and it turns out that I'm, I'm, scheduled, I'm scheduled for a match where it's going to be... Uh um a not so midget guy with a midget.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was Solar and Masquerita Sagrada. And still at the time Masquerita Sagrada, you know, he had yeah. a he had a, you know mm-hmm. uh big saying in, in what goes on in wrestling. And um so anyways, uh I, I get there and i you know, I I don't even understand the match. So anyways, um I I I literally I told him, dude. I'm gonna do a moon salt on you. He goes, "No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not." I go, "Okay, well, you know, Suki took it." Oh man, you should have seen his reaction. He just turned, "What? Oh, do it, do it." He's like, "Yeah, do it." But he was, he was, he goes, "He, he, he received." It. I go, "Yeah." And uh, so, anyways, yeah, I wound up, I wound up doing the moon salt. <laughs> I wound Sounds up doing like, the Musa buddy. I was funny because you know I didn't know they had such of a. They, there was some competitive, yeah, yeah. competitive right. and heat because I I think Suki took over the name and uh, was trying to take over his spot. But you know he had a lot of pull. You know he was he was the man for so many years, and you know even even after AAA, he was still you know he had a lot of pull still around, mm-hmm. isn't he? Yeah, he's still around. He's still <laughs> Both around. of them, <laughs> Suki. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We, we saw oh, recently, um he tagged up with Sergio Suki Suki's tagged with Sergio Yeah <laughs> know, really. Yeah it was um, uh-huh. Otro Romano And Octagoncito uh-huh. Versus uh, Legacy And Suki <laughs>
2: really Oh
1: was my cool god match. I would have
2: loved yeah. To have seen that It was in uh, <laughs> did, he, did he tell Sergio, Sergio okay, What to okay.
0: do <laughs> No no But he was like um, You know how, how um, uh, Octagoncito He's very special uh-huh. But he He really likes Sergio uh-huh. Yeah mm-hmm. he really likes Sergio Yeah they work it, It's easy to work with You know <laughs> But it was so funny Watching Suki How How he just grabs The ropes and swing And One corner to the other And uh, Oh man It's funny It, it, was, it was so good That's But yeah awesome. I did wrestle Suki And I did do, uh, do A moon song on him Wow Yeah And um, When When he wouldn't uh, Agree I said Oh I go, wow, you know, I out of the I just thought, Oh, well, Suki took it, you know, well why shouldn't They're you? Up, what? He just looked at me <laughs> <laughs> Do it, do it. <laughs>
1: oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. um, no I, I remember once I think one of the first interviews I ever did with you was like first couple years we knew each, we knew each other and mm-hmm. I remember you had mentioned Your dad was a little hesitant about you becoming a wrestler just because of all the jealousy that is present in wrestling. How is it now being a dad whose kids are. It's the same. It's Uh the same.
0: Really, it's the same. Um, I experienced it firsthand. Um, You know, I grew up with these guys, idolizing them. Uh, mm-hmm. Seeing him wrestle, being friends in the gym, you know, and you know to my surprise that when I started wrestling, I went, you know, I went for an okay. How did you see the match? Mm-hmm. And ah, you suck, dude. You know, and mm-hmm. and I was just oh, getting. No, thank you. I was just getting a
1: uh,
0: uh, bad reviews and and, and 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 just. You know, giving me the shits. And I was like, oh, my God. And these are my friends. Yeah. And I was heartbroken, dude. I was really, really heartbroken. And I, I can't remember who it was that said, you have it easy because of your brothers and your dad. Your dad pulls his weight around. And that was bullshit. Because my dad never, never uh, um, spoke on my brother's behalf or mm-hmm. my behalf. And that's what you know motivated me to become a better wrestler. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, m- some of my first matches were in TJ. They were not even here. Mm-hmm. I did I did a lot lot, lot of my matches. I did them in, in, in TJ, and I went there and and I remember wrestling and you know after after the I was almost becoming a local down there. Yeah. When uh, they uh, talking to people. And uh, he goes, oh, you have you, uh, you have any brothers? They're like, yeah, Capitán Oro, been, they're my brothers. And they were pretty well-known. Like, oh, you should have told me. Mm-hmm. I go, what for, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Um, you know, yeah. You
1: didn't want special treatment or no?
0: No. no mm-hmm. Anyways, I already had, you know, made a little name for myself. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, uh, I remember going down there wrestling Chamaco Martinez, mm-hmm. uh, El Pandita. El uh, Pandita, oh, yes. Yeah, El Turi González. Uh, from like from the beginners to all the way to the main eventers, mm-hmm. and, and they would put me in different matches, third, semi main, third, and, and you know I really didn't mind. I just wanted to go in and you know uh, just for the thrill down there, just to wrestle, get the experience, and you know I come back, and I was pretty pissed off because I had flyers where I was main eventing or doing a third match, mm-hmm. and I come to L.A. to to the the Fogata and my first match is in the third match and I was mm. so pissed off you couldn't believe mm-hmm. how pissed off I was that day because um, uh, Chamaco, Chamaco Belte, was yes was in the main event <laughs> I remember that yes, and it was his debut yes it was his debut and it was in the main event man it was in the main event mm-hmm. and I was I was so ticked off and I told you, hey what the hell you know mm-hmm. I showed him my program They said look you know, does he have this? You know? And then he
1: put you in a match with Kurt Brown. <laughs> and then you were really pissed off. <laughs> and then he... and I can picture Antonio Poppy just shrugged. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you know, well, you whatever. Know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I, I, I started feuding with a bad boy. And, yes. Uh,
1: mm.
0: And King Cora. King Cora, yes. Yeah. And I had great matches with him. Mm-hmm. I had great matches with him. And uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But yeah, it, it's it's hard. it's heartbreaking because uh some of the guys that like, you would you think a lot of and they just try to put you down and and, and you know i had a me i i made a me i made a me a uh, name for myself yeah I, I really didn't need my dad's pull or my brother's pull
1: really uh, you know no, uh um, you work for what you got you you worked your butt off i mean yeah i i remember i remember um as you were progressing you reminded me a lot of uh, a flying version of baby face is, is you just look, you could do all the flying, but you just look so badass, you know, when you're doing the mat work and the brawling too. And I just thought, you know, you're coming into your own. You're not just like following somebody's lead.
0: I had my own style. I had that mortal look. Mm -hmm. And I just tried to imitate my dad, you know, I remember my dad just standing, standing firm and, and, you know, and, uh and, and work in the crowd man. and that's one thing I loved of my, da- of my dad and I always watched and admired mm-hmm. you know he was standing and he would sit there like ah, yes, you. And get up and be all pissed off at him and stuff yeah it was pretty cool you know just growing up and watching I had, had, you know, had the privilege of watching him wrestle and for a big guy my dad used to do the plaques off the top he used to do the toughest from the middle to the outside wow yeah, and uh, he was a big guy. Um,
1: for, again, first Hatco show I went to, uh, he was in the main event, is the six man. The two people I remember were him and Gory Chavez. And I remember seeing Gory Chavez, you know, first time I'd ever seen mm-hmm. him, I said, oh, you know, I don't expect much here. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, like, holy shit, this guy moves like a dancer. <laughs> and then I see your dad in there yeah. too, and I'm going, these are big dudes who move yeah. like effortlessly
0: and it reminds me of it reminds me of a show where me and Capitan come out mm-hmm. and I think it's a one on one and oh look at these fat dudes <laughs> you know <laughs> they weren't expecting much and we were we had the
1: crowd eating all of our hands by, by,
0: by, by the end of the show
1: well, well you remember that match you had with the Capitan in West Hollywood for Dan uh, and, and Larry that uh, time when uh, Phyllis Lee was there yes and she saw you guys come out, and she says, she just says, you know, oh, I don't expect much here. And then she's like, oh, my God. did these guys want bookings? These guys are great. Well, actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think in
0: that time, I remember she was talking to, later on, mm-hmm. she went to another show. Oh, well, was it the same show? Where Sabu was booked. And that Damien, was that show.
1: And they made, okay. It was that show. Well, she was actually booking for ECW. Yes. And she's she was booking Dan yeah. Severn. She's mm-hmm. booking Al
0: Snow. Exactly. And uh, and I remember I was trying to stay away from her because um, Beef Wellington mm-hmm. told me, "Oh, if you ever run into Fiddler's leave, mm-hmm. man, she's bad news." You know, uh, don't don't mingle with her. Don't I got
1: along with her? But she was she was crooked. Mm-hmm. She was, yeah. Um, yeah. And Dan Severn cut ties with her eventually too. It, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, she. Yeah I, I I think she tried to You know Work Dan and Larry And stuff okay. like that And that kind of pissed
0: me off Well out. yeah you know, It's yeah. part of this business yeah. You know Yeah Now come on Those guys that you just mentioned You know Now they're doing the same You know mm-hmm. It's just a little A little chain You know It goes It goes back and forth Goes back and forth You know uh, Maybe they did it to them Now they're doing it to somebody else Yeah And it's, it's, it's That's just
1: the way This business goes You know I think it's and I think it's probably been this way in the business since it started in the 1800s when yes, yeah. they were fixing matches for gambling purposes. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's it's just interesting how the um, how the business has evolved, but it still has that same aspect.
0: Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, this you know the, the kayfabe has gone. You know, um, I
1: kind of like it's gone. It, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I hate the kayfabe, to be honest. You know, you know, no, actually, actually. I like that kayfabe was there because that's what made the business fascinating. But I'm glad that, that kayfabe died because if kayfabe never died, we could never tell the true history
2: exactly. of this business. You know, it'd just be fiction. <laughs> now everything's exposed on social media.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But I, but I still, but I still believe I, you can't go back to the way it was. But. I think if you still work the crowd right, you can still get good heat and still,
0: Oh no. You know, no, that's you know, you we still you still have kayfabe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I don't like about nowadays is that fans are mingling too much with mm-hmm. the wrestlers and wrestlers are, you know, just to get a, a, an extra an extra penny here or there. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 they're exposing more of the business more than they what should, people should know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I one thing that was you know uh, it was cool to mingle with fans, but you know you, where you know they'll sponsor you maybe dinner and you,
2: know, <laughs> and you
0: have fun. You will sell a little mask yeah. here and there, yeah. yeah. And I think that was the best way to do it, you know. But now they're they're you know now these fans are now they're seeing how the how business runs and they're trying to become. Promoters or bookers.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the th- that's the problem. Is is I appreciate the fans who like to hang with you and being a fan. Well, we were talking about Zach earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach is a guy who comes to the shows, but he's not trying to be the show. No. And there's a lot of fans who don't realize. You're a member of the audience. You accentuate the show. You're not the show, you know? And so, there, I and I are remember... You talking,
2: I, are you talking about that one guy at the PWG show? Uh, That's one <laughs> example.
1: That's he probably knows, that, he knows
2: who it who is. Who, That guy Ed? Oh, yeah.
1: Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like... I didn't even
2: have to say the beard. Exactly. <laughs> one of these that.
1: days, he's going to say something to the wrong person. And and the thing is is, is I, I feel a little guilty now looking back like this in the late seventies early <laughs> early eighties when you know I'd kind of laugh at all the some of the goofier fans and I said the, but, but those are the fans that would give you the shirt off your back yeah those are the fans who always paid they weren't there are so many fans who expect to get in free all the time mm-hmm. now they
0: oh yeah they yeah,
1: yeah. want to be like I said they want to be part of Love. the show.
0: Before, there was no problem with you know getting people in, but mm-hmm. there was a proper way of doing it. You yeah. know how yes. this way was? You'd see the wrestler coming, hey, can I take your bag in? Yes. And then we'll go grab your bag and, oh, yeah, he's with me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So he'll go to the locker room up to, up to, yeah. up to the door, give your bag, and that they wander their way into the, into the show. But now these guys, you know, they, they want to be part of the promotion. They want to be part of the business. And they don't know jack about the business, but they're always real opinionated about it. You know, now they have talk shows. Mm -hmm. They have internet shows where... They have podcasts.
1: (laughs) Like podcasts, like Lucha World. It's different. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know...
0: Yeah, I know. I, no, I, you have respect. You know, I have a lot of respect yeah. for you. You know what you're talking about. You've been, you're, damn, you've been in this business for five decades. Right <laughs> on, you know. And, you know <laughs>
1: makes me feel old. <laughs> I, My man next gimmick will be El viejo. <laughs> El, El Viejo gabacho. <laughs> El Viejo gabachito.
0: Thank you. Uh, no, you know, you got you have people that don't even know what the hell they're talking about, but they're always, you know. Trying to you know to create some kind of controversy. I've always said, if you want to talk something about someone, have the people in front of you. Have them in front of you so you could talk shit and they could talk shit back to you. Yeah, exactly. You know that's and that's that's the way I see it of doing a talk or a talk show or, or talking about somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, That's why I never like to mention names or, or talk about really bad about people mm-hmm. because they're not here. You know, and they can't yes. defend themselves. And that's one thing that I've always been real, real hard on, you know. But these people, man, you know, they, they think they know it all. Mm-hmm. They, they, all they they always want to think uh, they they have, you know, uh, they're right. Oh, and I, I'm behind the mic, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. What
1: kind yeah. of shit is that? Come Again, on, lack of discipline. Exactly. You know? Right, You know. Earn, earn that spot to be behind the mic.
0: Exactly.
1: You know. And, you know. It's just. It's hard.
0: It's hard. It's really hard, uh, and that's why uh, I've been in two, two radio stations, and and that's one of the reasons why I've left them because they want to talk shit about people. They want to talk bad about mm-hmm. people, and if you don't have them in front of you, you know they'll talk shit. And they don't really know them. Either. Exactly. You know, exactly. and they they have they have a, a they invite people, just like the guy was talking telling you about earlier, mm-hmm. and they're talking shit out of their ass, and they don't even. They, you know, oh, cause uh, they don't train. Uh, uh, and some of these guys tell me, "Well, don't pay me, but let my family in." And they bring like eight or ten mm-hmm. people. But that's bullshit. Nobody brings it from eight or ten people. And they go, "Oh yeah, they bring their wife, they bring their kids, they bring their cousins, even their neighbors." No, that's not, that's not true, mm-hmm. dude. You know, yeah. you know, if if you're a family member, you understand this business. Hey, I'm not getting paid, well, might as well bring my wife and my kids. Yeah, you know. And uh, uh, these guys, they don't pay. Uh, they're, they're always owing you money. Mm-hmm. You know, I, how can? You, that's why I respect the old days because you had to have some kind of money in the bag if you're going to do a show. You had you had money to back you up. Yeah. You know, you have everything to back you up. Nowadays, you know, you're relying on that, on the box office. You know, on, on whatever comes in that day.
1: And mm-hmm. if you don't make enough, hey. Yeah, you're gonna be screwed, you know. I, I was gonna say when when you're promoting a show, that should be part of the budget. You should know what you're, you know, getting. You might get a small house, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mmm.
0: And then the worst part is that you have five bookings in one day. You got five I, promoters doing a show in one day. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. That's what
2: we've noticed.
1: Oh my God! It's like how many shows are there on any given Sunday, and now Fridays and Saturdays. It's like <laughs> but you
0: know, again... The people's gonna go to the person that promotes the best.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, you know a lot yes. of people. A lot of people criticize uh, FMLL. Yeah. Oh, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's so expensive. But homeboy gets up early. Go all of Alameda, Go all of East LA. You see his damn uh, 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 posters. Mm-hmm. You see his banners. You see him. He's one of the. <laughs> Well, I guess one of the only guys that are mailing programs to their addresses, mm-hmm. he has all their addresses, and he just, he spends so much money and, and time on mailing in the the, the, the flyers. Really? He wow. mails them. Wow. And wow. See, he's doing his work. He goes to a radio station, he's knocking on doors, hey, can you promote this, hey, how much is it going to cost, hey, he's doing all that. That's
1: something that all has amazed me for years about promoters, is how... They just get a couple of flyers or just or just put something on Facebook and just expect everybody to magically appear. You know? Uh-huh. Sometimes not even spreading word in the neighborhood that there's a show.
0: No, 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 no. You know and manico. Um it's it's funny because these guys think that social media is gonna bring all this people and no you know, if you don't promote it correctly, if you're gonna
1: just put it in your page and tag a couple of people, mm-hmm. all it's gonna bring you is from thirty to fifty people. And half of those people, like you say, are those fans who think they're special who are being owed something. Exactly, you know, you know yeah. and, and it's and it's that's no business. That's mm-hmm. no business, you
0: know. You can't rely on that, you know. You it's about promoting promotion. You, you get your flyers. You go out. You you, you you pass them out on the streets. You go. You put your posters. You go in a couple mm-hmm. of businesses. Hey, chief, can I put my poster here? Hey, you know what? Here's two tickets for you and your wife. Oh, I don't like. Wrestling. Well, give them to somebody that would appreciate the tickets. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know that these two people, they're not. They're gonna go in for free. But hey, you, you have the concession. They're gonna buy a soda. They're gonna buy a torta. They're gonna buy something. You gotta buy something. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's the way you gotta. Think
1: business wise, and it's and it's about promoting. Yeah, I think a lot of people, it, it's like the same people who have fantasies about like opening a really cool coffee house or a club. They don't realize it's not just something fun to do. And it's
2: fucking work. Nobody it's, opens coffee houses anymore. Not only really. do
1: all the <laughs> time. every We're Not only that,
2: but... Uh, you know, those <laughs> coffee houses are still... Really? They're coming red. back? The you know, part,
1: there, there's still a lot of bohemian types. The, that,
0: that the part that's being left out is that it's a business. Mm-hmm. It
1: is yes. a business. And, you know,
0: if you want to conduct a business the right way, you got to... Promote yourself in the right way.
1: Exactly. You know.
0: Yeah. I don't. You're always gonna ask for favors. You Mm -hmm. know, especially when you've done a lot. You know. Yeah. And uh, you know, you know what to ask for favors. You know who to rely on, and uh, and so you have a good promotion. Yes. You know. And again, I'm I'm not. You know, if you're doing good, hey, give the guys extra. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I loved about Japan. You know, every every. Every year, one of the guys, if you were in their hometown, they would run a show. Mm-hmm. And I remember we went to Jinsei's hometown, mm-hmm. and he ran a show. He had a packed house. And then at the end of the day, you know, they had us this, this envelope with 50 bucks. And oh, wow. what was this? Oh, it's a bonus. Oh, great wow. house. yeah. And dude, who... In this business Nobody here does that huh? Nobody I never <laughs> see nobody do that Yeah <laughs> I was like Wow That's so
1: fucking cool no, Thank everywhere. you That's yes. everywhere
0: You know And and Who does
1: that You know Only promoter I ever heard of doing that Was Texas Paul Bosch
2: hmm.
1: He would act From the opener writing wrestlers For the main event uh, In addition to whatever He guaranteed him He'd give him a small percentage Of the house hmm? Which You only know, like, Gas money or something. Exactly. Like, something exactly. And like a business money. like wrestling, especially yeah. back then when yeah. you're always on the road, yeah. Yeah. that helps. You know?
0: Almost definitely. Because, you know, sometimes you, you look at it this way, well, I'm getting a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Out of this hundred bucks, 60 or sixty bucks are going to gas. Mm-hmm. You know, 25 is going for my dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you what am I left with?
2: 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. And then I gotta wash
1: the clothes, yeah. <laughs> <There's two bucks>. <laughs> <laughs> or not wash them. And uh... no, you, you have, you have to, to wash it, it You <laughs> gotta wash it.
0: You know, so there. There's your hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, nowadays with gasoline, so you know, it's I, dude, I, I had so many problems with one promoter that, you know, we were going so far, and I go, dude, it's just food only. It's eighty bucks.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I go, it's five of us, you know, it's my wife, my kids, myself, and, you know, we don't need light.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, yeah, I can't, I can't work like that, you know, yeah. and we're driving, you know, a couple of miles, it's not around the corner. Yeah. So they, you know, yeah, you know, I understand, you know, yeah, I, you know, so that's, that's when you're willing to help, it's cool. But we, when you know the, 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 they're promoting good, they have good sponsors and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, hey, yeah, they treat you right. If My dad always said, take care of your, your wrestlers. Take care of your mm-hmm. uh, of your your stars and your locals. Because these yes. are the guys that are going to be coming back, and these are the guys that are going to be bringing in the people. Because, if, you know, uh, you're not always going to have El Santo or Min Mascaras so or whoever's coming, they're not always going to be here. And every time they come, you got to play Air airplane airfare, mm-hmm. uh, they guarantee, you know, and then they expect to take you, to take them somewhere to dinner. Yeah, and that's that's another thing that I was going to talk about about promoters, you know, well not promoters, fans. They're still they're promoting, but they're still fans. They're taking these guys to Disneyland. They're taking them to eat. They're taking them. They're driving them. You know, like if they were relatives.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, it's like they want to be, they're doing it because they want to be cool, because they want to be with a star instead yeah, of, you know and you, like, know.
0: and you know, when you, you start te- uh, you know, noticing that, you know, it's like, oh, it's it's Macho Man. Oh, mi amigo Ricardo. You know, they're, they're yeah, they know saying the it by the first yeah. name. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. But, you know, it has come to this and.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it's you, cool. You, you didn't get invited to Disneyland to go with Ramon? No. no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> shit. You, I
0: got invited to eat tacos when they were, like, two weeks after. Hey, I invited you to the tacos. Ah, fuck.
2: You didn't get to come, Ramon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing is, yeah, if you're going to invite me... I'm not gonna order five or ten tacos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I ordered two hours of tacos. Yes,
2: <laughs>
1: <ours>. <laughs> Where's the all you can eat sign? Come yeah. on, don't <laughs> chimp on me. We should wrap,
2: probably wrap this up so I could cure um the cheese man about the the mystery promoter.
1: Uh, yeah <laughs> yes yeah in fact this uh Fredo this uh, brings me back to our old and stand days this, so this is will almost, be cut into pieces almost uh, two hours here that's awesome. edit out
2: that part yeah. where we were talking about We could these.
1: talk with you all nights uh, Superboy and we'll, we'll be talking with you again no doubt because uh, man just just talking about the history of this region is always fun and thank you thank you so much for uh, sharing your time with us No,
0: thank you for always coming by and uh, having a great time.
1: Awesome. Um, I enjoy these, these talks.
2: Uh, so do we. we. have to make sure Kurt turns it off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but before I do I have to say, hey, you hip cats. You don't have to
2: do it. I'm gonna... Hare
1: Krishna! <laughs>
2: we have returned. Yes. The final part of the Superboy interview, which, you know, was fun. And I'm sure we'll do more later on. Oh, yes. We'll just have to remember not to ask them the same questions over and over again. <laughs> then again, I mean, it's it's kind of like it, there's so much to talk he's about. somebody. You know?
1: he's somebody who has just such a storied history yeah. and just so many anecdotes to share, you know. Always awesome talking yeah. with them.
2: So by the time this gets posted, I'm sure the Elite show will be happening. But there was an Elite. Elite is alive. Alive Luch- and well? Uh, yes, alive and well. They're running a show. They're running a, a tournament. It's basically called Gladiators. And they eat, it's just divisions, weight classes, there's a heavyweight, the tag team, mm-hmm. the, the, the middleweight. I think there's a cruiserweight, and then there's like some other t- division. But um, yeah, they're doing a show, and they are working with um, AAA, MLW. Here's the um, impact, mm-hmm. and uh, here's some, another promotion you wouldn't have known was still in existence, Aero Lucha. Really? Yes. Yeah. They are not even using Lucha Underground.
1: Oh, my God
2: think about that we just heard yes. about the whole lucha underground um three more people filing lawsuits against lucha underground and willie mack having issues with the lucha underground i mean i don't get it
1: and what are they trying to prove at this point
2: <laughs> i think it's time they just call call it quits yeah. i mean why why keep up with this i mean why why send cease and desist letters to anybody if yeah, you're not the only
1: publicity here about lucha underground are the lawsuits the lawsuits that's yeah. it there's nothing people else to it releases yeah yeah too. yeah
2: it's it's yeah so it's like and I mean it tells you when AAA and Elite aren't even using the Lucha Underground name I know I mean Aero Lucha really come on I mean Aero Lucha <laughs> they, 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 they don't even run shows I mean they run fewer shows than, than Elite and it's like I don't know but I you know I, the show looks good though I'm, I do kind of mm-hmm. I do want to watch it I'll probably watch it when I get back home um that'll probably be the next podcast I'll, I'll be watching that um but yeah, you know, um, did you get to watch um, Sexy Stars' MMA debut?
1: I did not. And Why how not? did that turn out? Because I, I, I got to be honest, I have not even heard a result. So what happened? She won. She won.
2: I actually watched the fight. How was it? Um, she beat the crap out of the girl. Wow. Um It's funny because there was a lot of people trying to tell me like, oh, um, she wouldn't. It was a lot closer than than you thought than you think. And I'm like, dude, no, it wasn't because um, that other girl was getting her face busted up and she was she never had the advantage at any point wow. she was because wow. she wanted to gr- take her down to the ground mm-hmm. but she never really was able to get her oh, so i okay. think i think what happened was that sexy start having been in wrestling and mm-hmm. in boxing and all this other stuff i think she was a little more prepared than the girl that he, she was fighting because wow, the other, so they, they the other girl them. the other girl was debuting also
1: okay yeah yeah
2: yes. so i don't think she had you know wrestling a lot of people say oh wrestling's fake and all this stuff but a lot of what they teach you in wrestling the training does have some oh, yeah, stuff where it's like
1: the old school i mean it's not they don't they didn't teach anything as sophisticated as mma but they did teach somewhat sophisticated yeah, holds
2: yeah and in lucha too i mean he just yeah. even be able to take your, your opponent down or absolutely you know all that stuff so she was able to she she beat the crap out of the girl and wow. you know I mean, I don't know. She's better. She's had, she has a better record than CM Punk. I mean, <laughs>
1: maybe that should be her next yeah. match. I, I mean, I'm paid to see that actually.
2: I, I kind of I mean, thought she looked better in MMA than she did in boxing or wrestling. <laughs> so, <laughs> well,
1: it'll be interesting to see if, if, if she has more matches and you know, the quality of the fighters. You yeah,
2: know? yeah. So. If, they, if they step up or they actually get people with a little more experience. Maybe that's going to be the the hard part for it. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe it's also worked because Alberto's like one of the involved with Combates America. So
1: true, true. That yeah.
2: The whole Combates America is like, is like, pretty rust. It's very close to wrestling. I think because there's a lot of people that interesting. They're interesting. they're willing to get wrestling people people so. I think I think there's a yeah, little bit
1: of a less of a stigma. Yeah,
2: that, I don't know. Yeah. Just, yeah,
1: yeah, they'd be foolish to work stuff if the fighters were involved and were going to be working in the states and other promotions.
2: The other thing, because I don't think I brought it up on my last mm-hmm. podcast, Cain Velasquez is going to be in Triple Mania. Was Cain Velasquez in the main event of that Anaheim show that we went to? The yes, UFC show?
1: it was. Uh, I th- I think it was his first title fence defense, first or second. And it was a shocker because he got uh, TKO'd by um, Junior Dos Santos. Yes, yes, yes.
2: I was trying to remember because somebody was at. I go. They were like, "Do you know Cain Velasquez?" Like, I went to a. Fo- I think I went to a, one of his fights. Like, I think it was the first show on Fox. Yes. Right? And I was like, but I don't remember. It's like I don't remember his opponent.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw title change. Yes. Yeah, we saw world yes. title change.
2: That just shows you how little interest I had. Like, and I, I remember, like, oh, and change. I remember
1: the the fight of the night the mo or the you know, one that was most entertaining was Clay Guida. First, I, I think it was, I can't remember if it was Benson Henderson or Cub Swanson. I think it was Benson Henderson. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, Clay Guida was could would look good wrestling. You know, fighting anybody. You know. Yeah.
2: But. Yeah, but you know, what do you think of Kane and Triple Mania? Are you gonna watch it? Uh, no? <laughs> no,
1: no, But I am yeah. curious. I'm curious. I'm gonna wait till afterwards and see if it's worth mm. trying to retrieve it somewhere streaming. You,
2: you know? gotta think he's gonna be like in a tag or trios match.
1: I hope they're careful. I don't think they're gonna put him <laughs> in some
2: sort of match, and they're gonna put him in with guys like the people that they had with him, like Penta. Um, mm-hmm. Psycho Clown Tejano Jr. Those are guys who can pretty much mix it up with anybody and it'll right. look it'll look it won't look horrible it might not be the greatest thing that you've ever seen but it's gonna be good Psycho Clown has been amazing this year he's been amazing yeah, the last you two years
1: he's, he's like it's funny it's you think that Psycho Clown would be like top bill yeah you always think of him as because he should be
2: Psycho but Clowns. it's like yes. but but it's like they never really like they never like he's the main guy yeah. and everybody knows it but they like they're pushing Dr. Wagner Jr. and Blue Demon Jr. Mm-hmm. Mass versus Hair and it's like man Psycho Clown is like the he's the star. It's amazing. You know, it's just, to you me. never know in wrestling yeah.
1: what who's going to have appeal. It's just
2: Yeah. Well, he's good, that's why. Yeah. You know who's surprisingly good? Mm. Um oh god, I think it's Murder Clown. Really? Yes. I, I-
1: I can't remember the
2: last time I've seen him. Well, the, when they were a trio, probably yeah, Psycho Circus. A long time ago. But, like, he's the one with the beard, I think, the Bearded yeah. Clown. Yeah. Um, he just had a complete turnaround and he's good. Oh, my gosh. Like, all of a sudden, he's good. Like, before, remember, he would be like, oh, he's like Diamante Azul and all that. Right, these guys. right, yes. Like, we don't want to see them. Now he's like, holy shit, he's doing 619s and all this oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, but it's like they're, they're doing a lot of stuff with A little um, rejuvenation yeah. there. Triple um, A is going to be an MSG. In, on September 15th. I heard about that. Yeah. That's, that's actually yeah. kind of groundbreaking. Yeah, that's, that's a bit, bit of history, actually. The, I, the only thing I worry about is, like, AAA's so old school in the way they do things. hmm Not necessarily in the wrestling, in terms of wrestling, but the way the promoters think. Because mm-hmm. when they were talking about what, how they were going to draw p- interest into the show, and they're like, oh, well, well there's Latinos. We'll, we'll market to the Latinos. And it's like, yeah. that's You not- never know, because, like, yeah. for a
1: long time... That was true here in Southern California. Yeah. If if a lucha show came around, but big time lucha shows would only come around maybe a couple times a year, and yeah. they were unpredictable when they'd be around. So, they would just put ads in the Spanish newspapers, maybe some radio ads. A lot of people would come. They'd they'd have in the yeah. thousands. Yeah. But you know, if you do it too too often,
2: for the for every yeah. show that had a thousand or two or thousands, yeah there's that show like in Pico Rivera. Exactly. that only exactly. do like yes. 200 yes. people or less. Yes. And you know, that was a real big money loser right there. Oh now. my God, that was painful. That, they brought that us, was a painful They month. brought in so many CMLL guys for that show. It was insane.
1: Yeah, and, and we're talking maybe 200 people I, and I don't think most of them were paid. Wow, yeah. <laughs> you know.
2: Did we pay? We paid oh, actually, yeah. yeah so it's good.
1: Yeah, we're nice. Yeah,
2: we're nice people. We pay. Um, the other news um Garza Jr. Yes. Finally going to WWE NXT. Ah. Yes. I still remember when we were interviewing him and he he didn't know when. <laughs> and that was last year. <laughs> that was last year. Around this right. time, around Here this I time. Ago, yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Yeah, one year later he made it. That's right. But, um, That's yeah, right. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope they do something with him cuz he's got a that good would look. Be cool. Um but you know, there's so many guys that I think they should do stuff with, like not just him. DJZ got a WWE deal. Mm-hmm. Um there's so many guys. But I was talking about this with with a couple of people. Like, guys go to WWE and they don't get to do what they used to do. Like Ricochet, Ricochet yeah. is fucking awesome. But then in WWE they gotta like water him down, and it's like.
1: And and that's that's the thing when people when it's their ultimate goal to go to WWE. I think, what percentage of them realize that that's what will happen. Yeah. You you don't get to call the shots. Yeah. You know, it's not a place where you say this is my gimmick, I get to do this. No, yeah. they they tell you what to do.
2: That's and it's 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 it kind of it works for them but at the same mm-hmm. time it just doesn't cuz it doesn't allow for um well, I think it homogenizes the yeah, product. Yeah, I so think. it's like it, and it gets worse because sometimes they give you an opportunity in NXT and you actually are doing your character, doing something cool, then when they call you up to WWE or Smackdown and it's like suddenly like you're back to being just a, a, a generic guy exactly because you're not like they can't have you be ahead of somebody else and it's like it's oh, ridiculous absolutely um so what else do you have anything else you wanted th- about lucha
1: no anything just...
2: you 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 were thinking about oh i did meet drake i should mention i meet oh I, that's
1: right i met drake that's from triple
2: right. a um really good guy um he's if you haven't watched any of the triple a show matches that he's had um he's looked really good uh he was telling me how he's basically he has to hear them speak in Spanish and you know he gets a little bit he gets enough of it to get through and he does it's it's work for that's him that's
1: cool like I said you never know who you're gonna run into at Cauliflower Alley you know? he's got a good
2: look he's a good looking guy so I think I think he has, he has a shot Very he's, cool. got, he's got potential you know I, I do think he's I think he's he, he picked the perfect time to be in AAA right now mm-hmm. um, I don't know I should, probably shouldn't say anything about like no, don't sign <laughs> don't sign a contract <laughs> um, just work shows uh, but because basically, you know, you honestly, you gotta use that as a stepping stone to go. If you're American, you gotta use lucha as a stepping stone to go to like, you know, AEW, yeah, um, WWE and stuff like that. Higher because, ground, yeah, you know, like it's not, it's not that AAA is a, not a bad, it's not a bad place, but you know you're always going to be at a certain level Mm -hmm. because they have the stars. They have the... They're going to use the guys. And I'm kind of glad that they've kind of gone. Remember when Conan first returned to AAA, one of the things he wanted to do was get rid of all the Mexicans and bring in a lot of foreigners. Yes, that's right. And fortunately, he realized there's a lot of talent in Mexico. There is. Um, It's amazing because there are guys that are getting booked in the elite shows Mm -hmm. and they're based as elite guys and they're still considered Mm independents. So it's like... There's still a lot of talent available for, like, other promotions. Wow. I mean, it's, it's great. Like, Aramis. That's cool. Aramis is good.
1: Yeah. I remember even Conan saying, when I first met him, even back then, he said, even he said, just back yeah. then in the late 80s, how much um, talent there was in Mexico. Like,
2: well, you've never seen. Well, I was, ta- I was yeah. telling Drake, I go, I go, didn't you work your first show with AAA guys? And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. And I go, but this last show, you worked with the TJ Locals, And he's like, yeah. And I go, how, how was that? He's like, well, you know you know you just kind of go with it it's wrestling so it's not that he's like i wasn't if you notice like if you notice i didn't do any of the crazy stuff i did dive (laughs) i did dives and i did my spots he's like but since some of that stuff i'm not really gonna do because i'm not familiar with them he's Mm -hmm. like so you know i wasn't i wasn't able to do that but you know he's a good guy i think he's got he's got talent um he's somebody that i think should um you know there's certain guys that have gone to triple a and it's like oh they're horrible Mm -hmm. this guy looked like he's good um you know, I, I think he. There I think go. he's he's got two kings working main events and AAA too. So, you know, p- AAA's doing well now. Very um, good. You know, CML is doing okay, but yeah, yeah,
1: they just need a little refreshing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not that's gonna. That wrong that, most of it.
2: I think every show we're gonna do for like the longest time is just gonna be us talking about how bad stuff, uh, how boring CML is,
1: <laughs> how great the wrestlers yes. are, but how uh, yeah. tepid the booking is.
2: Well, you and know, every now and then
1: they do something really bright. You know, but you know not to expect it to last too long.
2: Well, I was watching um, the women... I tried to watch the women's mm-hmm. match last Friday. And then, like, they did the exact same spot. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm done. And it had La Comandante and Seductora. Yeah, yeah, So it was, like, double trouble. And I was like, okay, I'm not going <laughs> yes. to watch it. Yes. Because I want to watch it because it had Kaho Kobayashi. I think she's right. talented. But I do, like, I But why hurt. are you, like, why are you wasting them on this? It's like, it's, it's and, you know. Yeah. They got to bring in... That's the thing, like, I think they gotta go with the younger girls not phase out the older women just go a little more with the younger ones mm-hmm. because you know how many years can Marcella be like the main person oh no they yeah or Amapola as much as I Absolutely. like her but it's like and you know Amapola could be fine just because if you put her with a younger person she could work with she's and the, same thing with Marcella but it's like she's
1: the perfect like, person uh, Marcella and Amapola the Perfect people to put in with younger yeah, girls. So but it's like they can develop into into solid workers.
2: And know? it's like, but instead of that, it's like you're just getting the same match over and over again because they're not planning that stuff it's like out. The
1: people booking just want to take pe- care of people in their age range. And, and I'm friends, sure, I'm now. sure it's the like, women have yeah. some involvement
2: in it because oh yeah, you know you're trying
1: to, you're trying to hold on to a yeah, spot because Marcella
2: yeah. is dating Tyson La Bestia, mm-hmm. and he's now working CML shows. Whenever she's wrestling, like in Puebla or Guadalajara, mm-hmm. he shows up. Ah. And if you've not seen Tyson La Bestia, mm-hmm. consider yourself lucky. <laughs> really? He is really bad, Granda level.
1: Oh, at, oh! Um, worse,
2: Cybernetico oh. level. <laughs>
1: oh. oh! my God! I'll avert my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Too so, painful to watch. Yeah,
2: but you know that's 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 what's going on with lucha. Um, I don't Just know. Just like, been quiet lately. Yeah, it's been it's been um, it's been. There's been a couple of good oh, I should say triple A's. Um I watched a couple of matches from the recent Triple A show mm-hmm. that I thought were pretty good. Um the main event was wild. Kind of your ECW style main mm-hmm. event where guys run in. Um the only difference is like when Triple A used to do the run ins, remember it was always like really just a bunch of guys. Just, it was you just want, Yeah, and you just wanted to get over with because exactly. the guys in the match were just as bad as the guys that were running in. Yes. Whereas now, the guys who are actually working the match are pretty good, and then you have guys running in that are pretty good as well. So it's like, oh, this is cool. And
1: there's rhyme and reason. to I it, mean, like timing. Yeah, you know, yeah.
2: you know, Poder del Norte is running in. They're good. Mm-hmm. Ijobi Kingo's running in. He's good. Black mm-hmm. um, Torres is running in. He's good. So it's like, and then Puma's in the match. Rey Scorpion's in the match. So it's, Psycho Clown's in the match. So it's everybody's good except maybe La Parca. <laughs> but, yes. But they stretchered him out. Right, the right way to do stuff with um, I think that's what they're gonna have to do with Atlantis and CMLL Probably. <laughs> oh my god yeah, he's, it's, he, so
1: hard, it's so hard to watch because he was so great even like he's before leaving.
2: he got hurt before he got hurt yeah. I mean geez it's yeah. so sad yeah. do you think
1: he's just holding on to drop the mask or is do you think he's just holding on because he doesn't want to give it
2: up <laughs> I'm hoping he's only holding on just for his son mm. but I know better it's he's gonna stick around for the yeah. long the that's long too hard. bad because yeah. he's
1: he, it it just looks like he's in
2: pain, <laughs> and you know it's sad because I was my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Like, it's either Triple A ruined wrestling, Antonio Pena ruined um, Lucha Libre, mm-hmm. or it's these guys, Atlantis Blue, and all these older guys. They're still hanging on, and they're not good. And why don't they just retire? But like I like I was telling, uh, I was telling uh, a couple of wrestlers from this from you know from the U- U.S. Mm-hmm. I was like, the reason they don't retire is like, what else are they going to do? It's their identity. Yeah, what else you are know? they going to do? They don't They don't have this fallback plan. They mm-hmm. can't, like, especially, like, nowadays, you know, once you hit 40, mm-hmm. you're not going to be the first choice. Yeah, you yeah. can't start a career. Cur- you can start a career at 40. I mean, that's different. Yeah. But, but, like, 50, 55, 60. Yeah, it's pretty much that's that's in yeah. the US that's when you're thinking of retiring absolutely and in Mexico unfortunately it's you work yeah you work cause, yeah you know that's if you don't if you don't yeah. make money well, but that's
1: what I thought was so wasp awesome about Ray Mendoza making his kids learn vocations and stuff yes. before
2: they became wrestlers and I think one of them does it now I think that's cool I think really? the dentist I think the dentist okay think, that's cool he's, he's doing it now so cause I know I know I think one of the wrestlers said that he, when he had an, an, a toothache he went with him.
1: Man, what I would give to get my teeth worked on by like, wearing his mask. Yes, yes, yes. Man, that would be worth the well, ticket.
2: Well, look at like Blue Panther. He's a massage therapist. Um, Dandy's also that now. So. Oh, is he really? Yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I think Marco Corleone did it the right way. Once you hit a certain age, I mean, you just gotta retire.
1: Yeah, that's smart. And you and, and, got out. Yeah. And, you know, you see an opposite somebody who was really successful like Ric Flair who went kicking and screaming. I mean, that guy didn't. Retire, you know, I saw somebody
2: to. somebody con- yeah. uh, called Ric Flair impresario, um, mm-hmm. wrestler and impresario. And I'm like, dude, impresario from what, dude? He owes so many people a lot of money. It's like.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't
2: I don't even think he's ever paid back high spots. Remember that whole Probably issue? Probably not. Yeah. And,
1: and, and he, even in his autobiography that, that was out, like what, 15 years ago? Yeah. He himself kind of Admit says, it. "I throw money away," yeah. you know, just
2: because he's living the gimmick. He,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's, so it's more, so I'm actually happy when I hear about like people like Corleone who have their feet on the ground yeah. and say there's more to life than this. Especially yes. when you have if you're gonna have kids. And stuff yeah, he's like got that, a,
2: he's got know? a young kid. He's got an older kid, and he has a young kid. Mm-hmm. He has a beautiful wife. Mm-hmm. So you know he's he's doing well. That's cool. That's what I tell people. Like they laugh because it's like there will be like certain wrestlers, like oh, he's horrible or he sucks. It's like, yeah, but he's doing well. Look at his wife or exactly. look at his, look who he's with. It's like, yeah,
1: I know yeah. your legacy isn't just yeah. <laughs> whether whether you're on TV successful, you know.
2: I I just think it's the be, the better way to go. Like if you because I agree. I think a guy like we were talking about Jerry Estrada, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, Jerry Estrada.
1: That was a hard. That was a hard one. That to was watch. the hardest one to watch because his body looked like it was in extreme pain, but it looked like he really wanted to keep doing it. It's, and
2: you know, and that's yeah. what I was trying to tell people. It's like in Mexico, mm-hmm. they still want to use the older people, the older talent, because mm-hmm. um, of the nostalgia and all that. Yeah. Um, here, I think it's more of a concern. Because of you know, somebody dies, you're oh, fucking exactly, worried about it. Exactly. Whereas over there, it's like, oh, yeah, um, but bring in Mano Negro, even though he can't move. And it's like, bring in Jerry Estrada, even though he's, uh, like, now ages older. Mil Mascaris is fucking in his, like, gonna, when he was in CML, he's like, 77 or 78 years old. It's like, yeah. guys, you can't have these guys. I know. You I gotta know. start elevating the younger guys, because otherwise you're never you're just exactly, gonna keep living with exactly. this Exactly. see I think that's where I think that's where um both promotions are kind of like not although triple a's kind of triple a's kind of been forced to do it mm-hmm. but they don't do it as much they've done it a little more, but CMLL, and even cml does it, but they don't ele- they don't go full on as the young guy they don't. you know what I mean like there should be more of that
1: there should be more of it and, and i I always wonder what is in the mindset when they resist that is it like like, they're scared if they let kind of this younger generation go upward with them, if that's going to be taking their friend yeah. spots or something, and you know, you never yeah. know.
2: Yeah, it's it's just it's just it's, a weird just thing. Who's in the booking office? Yeah. So I think that's about it.
1: Okay. Well, this has been fun getting updated, and uh, I didn't even have to watch anything. No. No. So and I learned I learned something too. You
2: learned, sexy star is a better MMA fighter than CM Punk.
1: Yes, yes, and I believe that. I'd pay to see them fight, and I'd put my money on her. I would. (laughs) Okay, until next time.